Hey, honeys. Yo, yo, yo. It's the Who, Where, Their podcast. <laughs> well, that's a mouthful. Yeah, you can just call us the Travel Brats. First name Travel. Last name Brat. So, what's in the itinerary today? Bum, 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 bum. Ashley. Hello. How you doing today? I miss you too, girl. So, guys, welcome to 2021. We are kicking it off with an awesome episode. Guys, we are taking you up to the Rockies with Skier Sues. If you guys remember, we did a cool episode with her in Boulder, Colorado. And we're staying in Colorado and going up onto our top 10 ski resorts. Woohoo. Ashley likes skiing. I'm literally so excited for this episode. I was just talking the other day about how much I love the Boulder, Colorado episode and so i'm so glad that we're gonna have Susie back on and you two are both where are you guys right now bless you Susie, and welcome Susie. hello there girls so good to be with you again happy we, to have you we are at copper mountain ashley that's where we at we're where we are where right we're now. at <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're at copper mountain. we are in copper mountain colorado guys that is kind of the end of the line right yeah, kind of the end of the line of all the ski resorts. So we're going to go basically through Susie's top ones. But first, we want to hear, if you guys haven't listened to the Boulder episode, uh, Susie's going to tell us a little bit about herself and then the introduction to the ski resorts. All righty, guys. Well, yes. So um, I didn't start skiing until I was 11. I was a Midwest gal and uh, grew up skiing all the famous resorts in Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Indiana. Ice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Dad lived there. And um, ice nice, right? Yeah. I moved to the southeast. And so then I got to experience all the little small resorts in the southeast with the Carolinas, both north and south, Virginia, West Virginia. And um, yeah, it was a a lot lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. In 2005, uh, being an adult, finally, uh, later (laughs) in life, I had opportunity to move to Colorado, and that was one of my dream states. Obviously, you all know there's tons of great skiing in Colorado. So I have skied in the states outside of Colorado, in Utah, New Mexico, Wyoming, and Idaho. Uh, I am not a California skier yet. I've been to those resorts, but not during ski time. So uh, we're going to focus on the ones I've been to in Colorado. There are still a few of my big resorts as well as many small resorts in Colorado on my bucket list that I haven't been to. So if I haven't been to them, I'm not going to talk about them tonight. So that's only fair. That doesn't mean that, like, if you guys ask me next week, if I had a chance, if there's a powder day, Sophie and Ashley, that I I wouldn't add them to the list. Oh, yeah. So that makes perfect sense, guys. And we love having our expertise from our individual travel brats on specifics of where they've been and what they've done. So based on where expert skier instructors extraordinaire Susie's been, we're going to go through the top 10 ski resorts in the Colorado Rockies. Starting with number one, where we're sitting right now, Copper Mountain. Copper Mountain has been an all-time fave since the 80s, actually. After I graduated from college, I came and did a race camp here. I was a recreational racer in college and 15 years post-college. Um, it is an awesome mountain, kind of known as a locals mountain. Sophie, the base is pretty high for a ski resort. How high is the base? It's 9,800 feet. You are a numbers gal. And Ashley, our elevation is over 12,000 feet if we get to the tippy top. So my 
favorite about copper is it's a mountain that's got something for everyone. It is laid out from uh, east to west, from, well, or west to east, however you want to look at it. The hard stuff is on the east side of the mountain, and it gets more meaty, intermediate or medium in the middle of the mountain. And then the easy stuff is on the west side. Um, very is, easy to get around. Yeah, yeah, very easy to traverse. You don't have to take 10 lifts to get to the back bowls. Uh, there is a resort that you have to do that, and that is awesome, but it is time-consuming. Copper does have some bowls, and you can see other ski resorts east of here you can. It is just a, a mountain for everything, and it, it has some pretty decent tree skiing, too. Yeah, the views are awesome, though. Right. The views are The views, awesome. I forgot, Sophie's mentioning, absolutely, I think, out of all the ski resorts, they are the most majestic. Yeah, so Copper Mountain, oh, obviously, awesome. is great for um, trees, Traversing, beginner, expert, intermediate, and crazy views, plus crazy awesome elevation. Guys, don't forget to drink your water. And uh, Ashley, what's our number two? So our next one is one that I feel like is on everybody's bucket list. Uh Susie, what's number two? Bougie. Number two is Vail, of course. Everybody's got to love Vail. Now, Vail is just about 20 minutes away from Copper. You just keep keep heading west on I-70. And it's a little bit lower. Sophie, what's our base at Vail? 8,150 feet. And our top elevation at Vail? 11,570 feet. Right. So it, it, the, the city of Vail is awesome, let alone uh, the mountain itself. Now, Vail, everybody's got to go ski those back bowls, blue sky. Um, you have to take a couple of lifts to get back there. They have great glade skiing. If you're skiing one of the big back bowls in Avail, you feel insignificant. Don't you think, Sophie? You're oh, like totally. a peon amongst the Rockies. Yeah. Oh, and guys, just a shout out to Blue Sky Basin. That's one of the best areas of Vail. And then if you don't know what glades are, they're like a little bit more open trees. So they have a ton of those in Vail, and they're super fun. Right. So we love Vail. I mean, even though I'm a copper girl, I usually try and ski at least a couple days every season over at Vail. Oh, and if you guys are going there to stay, um, obviously it's pretty bougie. Uh, they have super good restaurants and really nice lodging and all that. So, What's your favorite restaurant in Vail, Susie? Uh, maybe Sweet Basil's. Oh, Sweet Basil's is awesome, guys. Shout out to Sweet Basil's in Vail. All right, what's our third one, Ash? Oh, this one I've heard of, but obviously I've never even been to Colorado. But Telluride? <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that? Telluride's kind of like a old cowboy mining town. It's a, The town itself is in kind of like a little bit of a valley. And you take a gondola to get up to the resort in the mountain to ski. It's fabulous. Let me just say, as a mountain to ski, it's got all kinds of terrain. The blacks are black. And they have nice intermediate and blues. The other cool thing about Telluride, off-season, they got a great bluegrass festival in June. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, that's so, cool. I mean, and... Uh, a buddy of mine from back east, he's, he spent many moons working at Telluride in the sales and marketing department. But uh, it's, a, it's a great mountain, and uh, everyone, uh, I, I, I've skied it a number of times, and I would highly recommend to cool. go to Telluride. Oh, and that reminds me, throwing it back to Copper Mountain, if you guys are into, like, you know, festivals and music and stuff, they do always do a celebration on their closing weekend, right, in the spring? Yeah, so sensation. Like, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. And then at New Year's, you know, without COVID and things like that, they usually do fireworks and they have a little kind of, usually have parties and stuff. A, a lot of the ski slopes on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve will have the instructors ski down the mountain with lights. And uh, one of our, I'll mention it on one of our other mountains, a friend told me it was great. I've only seen it at Copper, but yes, you know, it's a lot of fun. And the Olympic teams do practice at um, Copper too, right? That's right. They are always over on the 
uh, east side of the mountain, beginning October, November. A lot of clubs from the Northeast come out in December. So, I mean, they've got the U.S. ski team right now has a has a deal with Copper. There's a lot of people training out here at Copper. That's pretty cool because I remember one year we saw the, the Japanese ski team practicing on the half pipe and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's pretty neat. Yeah. Oh, Lindsey Vaughn, before she retired. Um, Sean White, I used to, we used to see him. All the instructors would be in awe. Oh, I love see, that. I know. Yeah. He'd be walking there like, they're Sean White, you know. <laughs> well, and there's normal. other names that are more more probably famous now that have crept up in, you know, both the ski world as well as uh, the snowboarding world. Sweet. So, okay, sorry. Got off on a little tangent, but we are back. And our number four is A-Basin, A-Bay for short. Tell us a little bit about A-Basin, Susan. Uh, A-Bay is, is a lot of locals. Well, a lot of people use it as a, a day destination. I mean, it is just ma- uh, majestic as you're uh, going over towards uh one of the passes here in Colorado. Uh, my fir- one of my first experiences at A Base and why it made my list is it's known for the parties in the parking lot. Okay, they all like to kind of tailgate in the parking lot and in spring skiing they do that. But I went with my father when I was in my twenties and we skied A Basin and it was kind of like mush at the bottom. But the thing is, we skied it after it's known for staying open really late, like May. Ooh. May, June, July, and sometimes it's up until, like, through July 4th. That's funny because I, oh, wow. I was just looking at, like, the elevations, and we didn't say what tel- Teldred was. It's 12,260, but A Basin is the highest elevation we have on our list. It's 13,000 feet, 13,050 feet. Correct. So it, talk about views. It's majestic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a raw mountain, and, uh, yeah, go have some fun. Go have some fun. They've added more lifts within the last 10 years on the backside of A Basin, so it's expanded, and... Let me tell you, the party's actually in the parking lot. If you don't come to Colorado within the next six months, we're going to have to drag you. you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been trying to get like, it out here. That's my kind of ski um, resort. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. She just, needs to know, she just needs to know how cool they are. So we're, we're, if this episode doesn't convince you, Ashley, I don't know what will. And <laughs> yeah, speaking no, of coolness, uh, what's number five? Six. Oh, five. Sorry, five. I don't know how to count. Five. Yeah. Our number five, guys, is Aspen slash Snowmass. Uh, so, Susie, what, is Snowmass like a part of Aspen? Yeah, it's kind of up the mountain. It's got its own village and its own slope area. Um, so they're, they kind of consider them together. Like, if you live in Snowmass, you're really part of Aspen, vice versa, a little oh. bit. Um, I've got some friends that live actually technically in Snowmass and she works in Aspen, but potato, 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 potato. There, there, there are, uh, uh, several, we'll say, I don't know if you really want to say resort resorts. Also, I'll call them mountains within the Aspen Snowmass area and, and Aspen, you talk a bit of bougie city, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Vale was Aspen was all the, the famous people live, you know oh, what I'm saying? The okay. world famous people, like. People that have lots of money, you know. So Vale's bougie. Aspen is the real Richies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not the fake ones. And let me tell you, with uh, the craziness that the world went through in 2020, that's where all the wealthy people are staying is over there in the Aspen area. The mountains themselves are just spectacular to ski. Um, the town itself has great restaurants. You talked about Vail, Va- Aspen's right up there. Actually, tell your ride's not too shabby either. But the, you know, those those three are known known for like the restaurants in Colorado. Ooh, what's your favorite restaurant in Aspen? Oh man, it's been so long. Actually, there's a breakfast place, and I'm drawing a blank that was one of my favorites. Um, and there's a oh I, um, 
Oh, and it's like a hole in the wall. Oh, and I'll have to, I'll we'll have, have to, to link it. it. Yeah, yeah we'll so have, have to link, link it. it. And I went there with my girlfriend. Actually, we were there in off season, and it was so much fun. Ooh, that sounds good, guys. So Aspen for the so real Richies, guys, a total of twelve thousand five hundred and ten feet elevation. And uh, our that next is so one, high. What'd you say? Especially Ash? for all the Florida. That is seriously such high elevation. Isn't it? Like, I mean, they're all up from like they're most of them are from twelve to thirteen. We have a couple that are eleven. Um, but yeah, that's crazy if you think about it. Like below, if you guys are living in Florida uh, and you're below sea level, uh, dr- drink your water again. <laughs> okay, so yeah, our absolutely. next one, number six, Steamboat. Susie, tell us about Steamboat. Okay, Steamboat, Steamboat Springs. Um, so Steamboat is a great, great resort, great mountain, great town. So the the actual ski mountain is separate is separate from the town. And then there's like kind of like the ski town is kind of there on the mountain. So Seamboat uh, Springs actual town itself is like a little cowboy town. It's got it's got some breweries. It's got some, you know, hole in the wall restaurants. The Yampa River runs through. They do a lot of competitions on the river in uh, not obviously during ski season, but during the other seasons. And you can walk along there like there's a really great uh, path to bike or walk around and there's a great botanical garden right along the Yampa River a little bit out of town. So I deviate from the ski stuff. Actually, uh, uh, the mountain itself is fabulous. You can stay at the resort there. It's acreage wise. It is huge. They get so much snow. Some of my friends, uh, parents, he was an engineer and they retired in Steamboat Springs and they did all this research on amount of snow that was falling in like that you know, Seamount yeah. Springs had like the most snow. Oh, yeah. that's crazy! Yeah, and so they're known for that. Um, I went to a race camp there and saw uh, World Cup skiing in the nineties at Steamboat. Loved it. Awesome. They have a gondola going up. Um, oh, cool. Your brother's girlfriend loved it this season because she's been there and it was just big. There's tons of acreage to ski. Oh, that's nice. A lot wow. of lot of blues. There's enough greens and enough blacks, and it's just a huge resort. Lots of fun. And so these, I heard you talk about a gondola. At, they have gondolas at Steamboat. Now they have one at Copper. I'm, they probably have one at Vale, right? They got multiples at Vale. And Telluride. And like I said... Uh, Tell us what a gondola is in case our travel breaths don't. Oh, it's just like an enclosed little yeah. um, a house that goes up the mountain, it's I really guess. really cool. Yeah. Cabin. And, 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 and it's really cool. You get to walk in. Your skis are either on the outside or sometimes you're carrying them on the inside. And you get to stay and sail toasty warm if you keep the windows closed and you get great views oh my gosh i've taken so many great pictures from the gondola at asp uh excuse me at Vale and or copper um and and, and steamboat as well yeah. and you don't have to uh, ski to go in the gondola right you can just hop on in yeah. and it takes you all around if they have a restaurant at the oh, top yeah you that. can just go up and come down yes yeah isn't that cool ash yeah that's so cool okay but now going to number seven, can you tell us what number seven is? I think this one might be one of the most famous ones. Oh, and wait, just so before we move to number seven, which is probably pretty famous, um, the elevation for Steamboat surprisingly is the lowest one on our list. It's only 10,568 oh, yeah. feet. So that's crazy. But anyway, Ashley, what's number seven? Brackenridge. Oh, yeah. Brackenridge or Brack as a lot of people call it. It is... Um, it is a town with lots of mountain, and the town itself is pretty cool. It's kind of, uh, oh, not quite as hoity-toity <laughs> as uh, Tidy Rod or those others. 
it, but it's not quite as mm, rustic as uh, steamboats. Kind brings. of a down-to-earth mountain, but the elevation is actually higher than copper, 12,998 feet. At the top of the mountain, right. Oh, it does take it probably in Summit County here. So, yes, but Breck, Breck's got its own gondola. I've done uh, a bunch of expansion. Breck has across multiple peaks, seven, eight, nine. I guess there might be some others. They're trying to add three and four. Um, five and six might be out there as well. Uh, it's a great mountain. Lots of lots of people love Breckenridge and like to make an annual traps there and just ski their butts off. Yeah, love it. And then um, moving on to another cool mountain that's pretty down to earth, uh, Winter Park, elevation 12,060 feet. Yeah, Winter Park, interestingly, is owned by the city of Denver, if I'm right on that. Uh, another Another company is managing it. But uh, it is a ski resort off of I-70, so most of these, you know, uh, a lot, many of them we've talked about tonight. You leave Denver and you head west. You're going to, one of the first ones you go, you have to get off 70, you'll hit Winter Park. Then uh, you're going to hit a... You're going to hit A Basin, Copper, Vale. So there's many on our list. You'll hit the exit off to Breck. So they're all in this one corridor of about 60 miles uh, west of Denver, which is really pretty cool. So Winter Park is kind of rustic, I'd say. There's some, it's spread apart. There's the main mountain of Winter Park, and then there's the kind of Mary Jane is the other part of the mountain. And uh, they've got a gondola now that I have not ridden, but uh, they've got... Tons of tree skiing, lots of glade skiing. I am Ooh. not a tight tree or skier, but I love the glade, like Sophie explained. Pretty. And yeah. and Winter Park is known for that type of skiing. Plus, they've got some great bowls, and um, they've got some fabulous snow there. Ooh, that sounds great. Honestly, I love glades. It sounds like winter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does it, Ashley? You think? Um, and speaking of winter animals, uh, our next stop is Beaver Creek, number nine, elevation 11,440 feet. Now, I must admit, Beaver Creek's been a, it's been a while since I've been to Beaver Creek, but I loved it. And uh, Sophia's mom and I skied it when we were in college or post-college and loved, uh, we had a, <laughs> what I remember is a private lesson with an instructor, and there's another gal with us, and we just killed ourselves skiing the bumps, man. Yeah. We were in the sun in March, and we had some awesome bumps at Beaver Creek. And actually, uh, I've been up there in off-season. There's been some uh, uh, bike, famous bike races that have gone up and through and around Beaver Creek, and I was some friends about four or five years ago, hiked all around Beaver Creek, and uh, it was in the summertime. I think it was in... Uh, late July, early August to, to follow, you know, one of the American cycle tours, but, uh, it brought back a lot of fond memories. I love Beaver Creek and would go ski there and do some fun, bu fun bumps in the sun anytime, any day. Now that's awesome. Um, Ash, what's that's number so cool. 10? 10, 10. 10, Keystone. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So Keystone's right off the uh, 70 corridor, right? Not far from, uh, Copper, Breck, A Basin, um, we're all kind of like right within a couple of exits here off of uh, I-70. And uh, lots of Keystone. Keystone used to be kind of known as a more of an intermediate be beginner mountain. But uh, in the 80s, 90s, they added this backside that's pretty 
that adds some toughness to Keystone, and it's a great mountain to ski. I mean, the one thing everybody likes about Keystone, it's got this huge parking lot, and you just pull in and park. You don't have to worry about parking as you do at many of these other mountains, and you just walk, and you can hit a couple of the different entrances uh, to hit Keystone, and the mountain itself, it's a ton of fun. Um, I was there with a friend who used to teach there, and they had a magic carpet at the top of the mountain. I'd never seen oh, that's that. that's neat. Magic carpet, uh. for those of you that don't know, is like, Sophie did many of those. She could Oh yeah, a little, it's a little. It's kind of honestly, honestly like you know, in the airport where those moving like little flat um, like walkways are. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It'll just take you up. It's like a moving flat escalator that'll just take you up, and then you can ski down, and it'll take you back up, ski down. It's used more for like yeah, beginner terrain, which that brings a great point up, Susie. Like all the mountains we talked about. Um, yes, uh, they have, you know, black, double black, blues, and some of them are tougher than others. Some of them have backsides, like copper has a ton of bowls, so does Vale. Um, but the good thing is, is all of them do have beginner and intermediate terrain, so you can really ski anywhere. Right. And, and, and my suggestion is if you're a non-skier getting ready to try skiing, and that might include Ashley, is... You know, invest in a lesson. Know yes. what you're doing. You know, and, and uh, we Susie knows what she's talking about because Susie's a ski instructor. So listen to Susie, right? And Ashley, my dad didn't start skiing till his early 30s, and he's an awesome skier. So I, anybody can start skiing at any time. That's the other thing. It's a, you know, it's a great uh, sport. You know, if you're athletic prior to skiing, you'll be athletic when mm-hmm. you ski. See, I think Ashley's problem is the cold. She's well, athletic, but she yeah. hates the cold. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Ashley. And I love the bunny hills. I just stay on the bunny hills because I don't get hurt. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And let me tell you, when I was a kid, you know, and many people can think about that, there was no fleece. There was no, we had cotton long underwear, yeah. you know, a few wool sweaters, maybe wool socks. But today's gear is so much better. You just layer and you can you can wear whatever you want to in it. I mean, they've got heated boots now they got heated gloves i tried on i don't have a pair of heated blo- gloves oh that's yeah but i tried warmers. on a pair today but sophie and i both have heated boots and i have convinced like three other friends besides sophie to get heated boots if you're gonna ski you know 20 plus days a year it's well worth the investment yeah guys biggest shout out ever to boot warmers and if you want to know more tips and tricks to skiing ashley and i are going to record a tips and tricks for skiing episode that's going to come out in a couple weeks so just stay tuned for that but big big shout out to any kind of boot warmers they connect the little wires go inside your boots Susie, and then you charge them and then you just hook them on the sides of your boots click on and they keep your feet warm all day long you have a little battery that clicks on and so nice. it's one of the best inventions ever ever and I, I might invest in the after skiing with Sophie, and it was it was minus four this morning. I might have to invest in a oh pair my. of gloves too. We'll see. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, so shout out to Boo Warmers guys uh, for all kinds of skiing. And uh, we have one last bonus place. We've covered our top ten places to ski in the Colorado Rockies, uh, and we just have one little bonus place. It's super cute, kind of like the locals' mountain. It's called Loveland, and it's elevation thirteen thousand and ten feet. Tell us about that, Sue. So I didn't ski Loveland until just a couple of years ago, although you pass it every time you're going west on I-70 and you hit the Eisenhower Tunnel. Uh, Loveland is, you just see it, it's right there. And um, it's before a basin. And it, it gets a lot of wind, but they've invested and in, in upgraded their lifts. And it is a fun mountain. They have some huts that you can go get warmed up. And I skied it with one of my buddies, the one that worked at Telluride from back east. He took us around and was an excellent tour guide. And other buddies out here, ski buddies, have skied it. And uh, lots of people buy it because 
uh, by their pass or go ski at Loveland because it's it's east of the tunnel. It's easy to get to from the Front Range, any any of the cities from Denver or along the, the, the mountains there, what we call the Front Range. And um, you can get a lot of bang for your buck on skiing on that mountain. It is awesome. Now, that's cool because, and, and what's interesting is that one's up there with A Basin. Uh, the elevation is 13,010 feet, like we said. And then also, shout out to Keystone, guys, uh, 12,408 feet. So we hoped you liked that we threw those in there. We just wanted to give you guys an idea of how high the mountains are and what the elevation's like so you can kind of compare. Uh, but I think that's really interesting to kind of be able to see them all right. laid out. And what do you do when you go up to those high elevations, Sophie, always? I think you might have mentioned it earlier. Oh, drink water. Yes, ma'am. Lots and lots of water, guys. Don't lick your lips. Bring chapstick. Ash and I are going to talk about that a little more in our tips and trips, tips and tricks episode. But yes, guys, take it seriously. And you even start drinking the water two days to yep. before you start coming out here. Before yeah. you head out, guys. Listen to cruising, skiing, Susan. So thank you, skier Suze, from awesome bouginess of Aspen and uh, Telluride and Vale to amazing elevations and awesome double blacks and blacks of copper and Winter Park to just cool places like Keystone and Beaver Creek um, and good starting places to ski versus uh, some extra cool bowls and glades and all that. We loved going through the top 10 places on your Copper Rocky ski list, Suze. And guys, stay tuned for next week. You know where Susie is. You know where you can find her. We are going to tag her in our episodes and on our Instagram and Facebook posts. But she will be doing another segment with us next week, uh, the top three ski passes that you can get if you want to hit up all these awesome resorts. And then the top five ski brands if you're shopping for cool stuff to wear during ski season. Bye. Thanks, Susie. Bye. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. All right, Ashley. Don't, let me know when you book your flight. <laughs> uh, bye-bye. <laughs>